What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Thoreau Show. My name is Matt. I'm Victoria. We have some fresh pressed juice. Fresh pressed juice. And, first uh, uh, first podcast of 2023. That's exactly what I was going to say. What the heck? Oh, same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> we never planned these. I just hit record. Yeah, we're not. I feel like our... I always say I feel like I hate that I do that. You I feel, feel that like I, it. <laughs> I feel that I say... I feel like I say it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, our first couple podcasts, we would like anguish. We would spend like 10 minutes like, how are we going to start it? What are we going to say? What are we going to talk about? And now it's just like... Yeah, it's like, just hit the button, we'll figure it out. (laughs) But we're here, 2023. Do you have any goals or resolutions? Survive. Yeah, pretty much. I had told myself, like, on the first or second day, I was like, I'm going to give myself more grace this year. I was really hard on myself last year, and... I blew that already in the first week. I feel like I've been very hard on myself. I've cried several times this week. You're always hard on yourself. I am so hard. No one's harder on themselves than me. And you tell me these stories of like (laughs) thoughts that you had when we were like first married. Yeah. Things that you stopped doing or did because you thought, you know, (laughs) that I would think a certain way about you or... And I'm like, God, am I just like an a-hole? Or what? <laughs> no, I just, I think I'm afraid of being perceived like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I think some in some situations you're afraid of being perceived too bougie. And then in other instances, you're afraid of being too, like, simple. And it's just, I don't know. But Just be you. Yeah. You know? I already... Because I think I forgot what happened last week. We were going to do the podcast and then our daughter wasn't napping and I was like legit like sobbing over it. Yeah. Like we had, she had the headphones on and was (laughs) sobbing and I was like, dude, we don't have to do this. (laughs) And I was just like, I just don't understand why you won't What have I done wrong? They want the juice. We have to give them the juice. No, but I was just like, why would she know? I've done something wrong. I'm failing as a mom because she's not napping. But in reality, she's two. And And guess what? She's not napping again. (laughs) So this podcast, I don't want to feel like it's rushed. Yeah, if it seems. Well, the thing, here's why she's not napping this time. Again, my fault, but I'm not being hard on myself. I, she's been not wanting to wear her sleep sack. So I was like, let's just put like a really large muslin swaddle blanket in there. And that'll be like a little blanket for her to use. And the past couple of days, she hasn't really cared. But today, <laughs> she is like putting on her stuffed animal and picking the blanket up and like all this stuff. And she's so distracted by it that she will not have it. And she she's just playing sure and talking. Yeah, she's just talking to her cat in there. I'm like, we're not neglecting uh, yeah. her, I promise. She's having She's fun. She's having fun. That being said, let's get into <laughs> the juice. Yeah. All right. So this first one is, am I the a-hole for bringing up my brother's, quotes premature birth at Christmas dinner to get my parents to shut up? I am a nurse practitioner and I'm the primary care provider for a lot of low-risk maternity cases at the practice where I work. I also work hand in hand with the doctors and midwives to create a healthy maternity, birth, and postpartum situation. My fiance is completing her residency. 
We live together and have for a few years now. We aren't in any hurry to get married. We originally had plans to do so a couple of years ago, but then got really busy for two years. It drives my religious parents very crazy that their youngest son is living in sin. I don't really care. I'm an adult. I can do what I want. We're getting married in June. So we're visiting my parents for Christmas. The way it came together this year, everyone is at my parents' house. So that's my folks, three, my three siblings, myself and my fiance and seven grandchildren. So 17 people. At dinner, my mom starts going on about how she is so glad that we're finally getting married and she won't be embarrassed at church anymore. My dad says how proud he is of his three older kids who all either waited to get married before moving in together or got married right away after moving in together. My fiance was getting embarrassed and I was getting so mad over this stupid argument we've had way too many times and family dinner was the last straw. I have asked them repeatedly to just accept that they cannot control how I live my life. I refuse to stay with them when I visit, even if I come alone. Hotels are just easier. So I started talking about a premature baby I had been reading about. It had been, it was almost three months premature and weighed about 1.6 pounds. It was super strong and healthy for being born so little and the NICU had high hopes for the baby doing well. My mom and dad both got deer in the headlights looks on their faces. Too bad, should not have been messing around with my fiance's feelings. So I asked about my older brother. He was born four months premature. Is there a chance we could check the family birth or we could check out the family album where we keep all the records of family births and stuff? I already know my brother was over nine pounds and almost 23 inches long when he was born. My grandmother told me all this the first time my parents tried to shame me. The subject gets changed very fast. After supper, my parents told me I should not have tried to embarrass them with private things that are not my concern. I told them that if they ever, if I ever heard anything about my living arrangements again for the rest of my life, I would be sure to bring up the fact that my mom was in her second trimester when they got married. My parents are mad at me for telling them how to behave in their own home, but my fiance is happy that they seem to be off the subject for good. Am I the a-hole? Dang. That's some like Angela stuff from The Office where she like lies about conception date. Like, oh, he's a premature baby, but the baby's huge. (laughs) (laughs) I love when um, people are bringing her like premature baby clothes and gifts and then they see the baby like, oh. (laughs) And then like, I love it because like outside the room, Oscar's like, now premature babies can be a little bit scary like no one say anything about the size if it being too little and then like they get in the room and kevin's like oh my god angela <laughs> this baby's huge and like oscar's like kevin and he's like what oscar you said not to say anything if it was little this baby is huge <laughs> well all i'll say on this is um it's easy to uh, to try to take that speck out of other people's eyes. Oh, for sure. When you got a log in your own. How, you know what I'm saying? I just feel like how that's so like funny to me that they're like being so weird about it. Like you were very heavily pregnant. Like I'm in my second trimester right now. <laughs> yeah. When you got married. Right. So and like lying for the rest of their life. Like, oh, he was a premature baby born nine months. <laughs> right. No. No. Yeah. Get on the grandma though for being like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like at the end of the day, I get that, you know, they have their religious convictions and 
you know, maybe they genuinely just want the best for their kid. But like the whole shame thing. Yeah. It just doesn't work. It rubs me the wrong way. You can't just in the whole like, I don't know. At this, I think you can put your like values and like beliefs, like try to pass that down to your children. Like this is what we believe. This is what we think is right. But that's kind of where free will comes in of like your children get to make that choice of like it is or isn't for them. And it's not like, I mean, we've all made mistakes in other areas and it just seems so silly to like pick one area. And I think it's really difficult when there's like rules without reasoning. You know what I mean? Like, well, you have to do this just because. And it's like, well, why? It's like, I mean, I can tell you just from my own experience why I think there's a better way to do things. And I can tell you what I think is, you know, correct and tell you about my religious convictions. But at the end of the day, they're yours. They're yeah. You're, I mean, you're a person, you're going to do what you're going to do. You're living your own life. And then like, just the shame thing doesn't work. Like, and then the holier than thou like oh i'm so proud of you three because you guys yeah did this and then it's like then that relationship is strained you know like that's a crabby feeling that your parents are ashamed of you you know just weird to do at dinner in front of everyone just yeah like okay you might not approve of something but like is this the time or place not the right way not the right place and that's, yeah i mean they're not perfect obviously yeah. <laughs> you know, they were At knocking least. boots before they were married. Yeah. And they had a kid. I mean, they got married, but still knocking boots. As Angela would say, a baby conceived out of wedlock is still a bastard. office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, though. But. Are you? Yeah. I don't know that. I <laughs> Was that you? <laughs> I didn't realize I was making that sound, and I was like, "Is that coming out of my throat?" <laughs> Deceased, bro. <laughs> I thought that was Olivia. <laughs> I did too, and then I was like, "Wait, I turned." Oh my gosh. Anywho, yeah, it's just interesting, and I think not the a hole because no. they didn't even come out and say, "Well, you guys did this." Remember when yeah, you they were got just mar- like knocked up it. before you were married? They just kind of like, they hey, just keep pushing. Like, like, hey, wasn't our brother premature? What was he weighing at? <laughs> this other baby that was born a month later was one pound. Uh, I'm sorry for laughing directly into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Wow. Yeah, not the a-hole. Good on you. Not the a-hole. I don't know. I just, I'm under the mindset that the like... The holier than thou shaming people does nothing to help. Does nothing to help, period. Yeah. It's you know only gonna I mean? hurt the relationship and like I feel like it wouldn't help. Without like Jesus juking or getting like into the Bible, if you looked at Jesus' life, like that's not how he ran his ministry. Yeah. You know? For sure. He isn't shaming people. Um, okay. Next post. Am I the a-hole for telling my friend's mom she chose to have a child at 45 
Background, my best friend and I have been best friends since we were 12. We are now 24. Her mom had her at 45. Now, before everyone tells me that that's not possible, it is absolutely possible for some women. I am not an effing scientist, but my friend is proof that it can happen, so I don't want to hear it. I'm a little aggressive. They are very aggressive in this first post, like this first section. I also, I also want to be clear, all caps. There is nothing wrong with having a child in your 40s. I don't give a crap if you choose to have a child in your 40s. This post isn't about bashing moms in their 40s. Got it. <laughs> Loud and clear. Basically, I am married and we are financially stable. We decided to have a baby. I got pregnant and my best friend was overjoyed for us. She loves kids, but has been really clear that right now she is enjoying being young and doesn't want to settle down. She doesn't see herself having children until in her mid thirties. Of course, this is absolutely fine. No judgment. During my baby shower, my best friend's mom kept pouting. She kept going on and on about how she's going to be extremely old by the time her daughter has children and she won't be able to enjoy them. How she just wishes my friend would get pregnant and settle down now. How it's not fair that she won't be able to be a grandma. I mean, ranting to anyone who would listen. My friend looked really sad. I could tell she was upset. Everyone just looked uncomfortable as she was going on. After the party, when everyone left, I talked to my friend about what happened. She admitted to me that her mom had been really hard on her about settling down because of her age. But that's just not but that she's just not ready yet and she needs her to understand that. Flash forward to them meeting my baby recently. My best friend's mom launches in again. I just tell her, but Christina, you made the choice to have a baby at 45. You had to know there was a chance you might be pretty old by the time you became a grandparent. It's not fair to try to push Allison into a life she isn't ready for because you want to be a grandparent. <laughs> she got up and left, but my friend thanked me later. Um, dude, your friend's thanking you. Of course you're not the a Yeah, no. You weren't like mean about it. I think that that was the nicest way you could have said it. <laughs> like, it, was, it was needed. It was needed. She needed to she hear, needed to hear that. Because it's like by your own logic, if she followed your footsteps, she should be waiting another 20 years to have a kid. Yeah. You know, like you didn't have a kid till you were 45. Why are you pushing her to have it before she's ready? You know? Yeah, that is interesting. I feel like when I'm in my 40s, like, I want to be not having young kids. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot it's of It's kind of risky, right? Yeah. To have a kid that later? You know what's crazy? When you're 35 and older, you're considered a geriatric pregnancy. Whoa. Which is so insulting. <laughs> Just that word, geriatric. Yeah. I can't say it. Or like geriatric 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 it, yeah it's yeah it's more high risk high risk i think they've they've uh kind of moved the term to high risk hmm. but i mean i remember when i was when we had our daughter the there was like a bunch more testing like it was kind of required if you were over a certain age you have to have more ultrasounds and more tests just to make sure there's higher risk i think i've said it before in the podcast but like when it comes to having kids you really just gotta let 
each person do their own thing. Yeah. Like, if you're not ready to have kids, don't have kids. Do not do it. If you don't want to have kids, don't have kids. Yeah. I feel like for us, it was like perfect timing. Yeah. Because we really got to it. I mean, we were never like crazy people. Like no. we never went out to the club or anything, but we got to, we got to, you Go know, on a couple cruises, have a couple, have our little, uh, at home wild nights, nights, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, sow my wild oats, so but my, I know we didn't really sow we any We never oats. sowed any oats. Yeah. Um, but then like, sometimes I look at people like I went, I was going to say I went to school. Like I knew people. They got married and started having kids like right away. Yeah. Like when they were like early 20s. Yeah. And now they're our age and their kids are already like almost teenagers. You know what I mean? Not, Not really. teenagers. <laughs> no. But they're like 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're pretty compared to like. There was a couple people. We got married around the same time as a couple people we were in a residency with. And a couple of them got married and then like two months later they were pregnant. Yeah. And after that, like, it was just like kid after kid after kid. And that's what they wanted, which is great for them. But I remember we were like, I could not. Yeah. Like, I feel like you need to, especially if you're getting married young, oh, wait a yeah. year. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I look at that. I'm like, well, that's cool. They're like our age and they're yeah. already done with the little kid stage. That's true. But like, we weren't ready for it yet. No. We needed to have that time. Like... The, with the first dog we got, I freaking cried. Yeah. The day after we got him, I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> like, if I had had a kid, I would have been in a rough spot, dude. Do you think we would have made it if we had a kid near one? I don't know. We would have had to. We would have had to. <laughs> yeah. We would have had to, like, I think it, it took a while for us to get really, like, comfortable and healthy in our relationship and how we like communicate with each yeah. other um and i think throwing a kid into the mix like we didn't know yeah. everything we know now yeah. about how to like navigate conflict and how to communicate with each other and it just would have been our really communication difficult. was rough the first year of marriage just because we were non-existent both, yeah we were both like very bad at confrontation like we didn't want conflict mm -hmm. and like confrontation and conflict was like uh like oh my god like so stressful and we didn't want to say anything to upset the other person so we would just pretend like we weren't upset but the other person could tell we were they were upset slamming dishes in a dishwasher <laughs> do you need any help is everything okay yes <laughs> <laughs> i would just like to let why wouldn't know. it be this is an exaggeration. Matt has never yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know when our parents do listen to this, be like, what? No, <laughs> no of Matt's course. never yelled at me. It would, it was just more like Kurt, like, like a cold. Short. Yeah. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Narrator. It was not fine. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman's voice. Yeah. When indeed. Yeah. Um, I don't think this person's a hole. And also, a little update: our daughter did fall asleep, so we're not neglecting her. Oh, that's her. great! Yeah, she did fall asleep. That's great news. Sometimes it just takes an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely dead. The, she got tired of the blanket. That's funny. Um, yeah, I don't know if like 
sometimes I feel like we read the post and then we don't talk about it at all. You know what I, I mean? Know. <laughs> I know. Sometimes we get off on a tangent. Um, but, well, this one was kind of a short and sweet one anyway. I think that, I don't know. I think my point was like, you got to let people do their own thing. Exactly. She's not ready for it. Like, I mean, I get why you would be bummed if you didn't yeah. get to see your grandkids. But like, you have it all take- came down to your decision to yeah. have kids solely in life. I mean, I think that, the like I think OP said it perfectly I think she said it in a nice gentle way but was so truthful like well you had you chose to have a kid at 45 you had to know this was a possibility yeah like unless your kid got pregnant at 15 like you had to know that you were gonna be an older grandma and maybe wouldn't even be have the chance to have a you know what I mean I would hate to have like the pressure of having to settle down and find someone because yeah. you I, you already have a voice in your head like what's wrong with me I haven't found someone you know what I mean yeah. and then like having a pressure Constant, yeah. from like your mom to find someone and settle down and have kids so you're going to end up either just being bitter and lonely forever or like settle down with the wrong person because yeah. you're just trying to someone I think that yeah I think that you will find who you're meant to be with like when it's like you can't force it yeah like you said you're gonna end up with the wrong person or settle down with someone that might not be the right fit you just gotta let it happen when it happens is it crazy that like we were essentially like the first people we ever dated I know I feel like we kind of hit the jackpot we did I think God knew (laughs) we couldn't handle Mm -hmm. heartbreak and like, I, I don't know. We're pretty cool, calm, collected people, but I think I would have been like insanely jealous if you had a bunch of ex-girlfriends. Oh, for sure you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it worked out. It worked out. It worked out. Um, not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. All right. This next post is... Am I the a-hole for not doing the activity my husband picked on vacation, even though he did the one I wanted? Uh, My husband and I recently went on a long overdue vacation to a tropical island. We stayed in an all-inclusive resort, but we also wanted to get out and explore the island as well. So we decided that each one of us could pick an activity to do um, that would get us off the resort that day. I picked a hike that would bring us up the mountain interior of the island and through some rainforests. My husband's not a big hiker, but he agreed to do it with me. My husband narrowed his choices down to two options, a catamaran trip to go snorkeling or dune buggy riding. I get horrible motion sickness. We had some mild turbulence on the flight to our island, and I even took, and even with the Dramamine I took before we took off, I still got nauseous and lightheaded. I told my husband that both of the ideas he picked are things I know for a fact would make me motion sick. He told me that it would probably wouldn't be that bad, but I told him I know my body and I know without a doubt that both those activities would make me sick. I asked him if those were the only two activities or if if there were any other activities he was interested in, but he said those were the only two that piqued his interest. He eventually agreed to go on the hiking trip first and then we can figure out the activity that he wants to do. Sorry, my nose is like all runny. (laughs) Allergies again, guys. 
Uh, while on our hike, we started talking with another couple that was also staying at our resort. They had been there a couple of times before, and my husband asked if they had done either activities he wanted to do. They had said they did both and that both were fun, but the wife did say that the catamaran was pretty rough at times and a couple of people got sick, got seasick on their trip. She also said that the dune buggy was fun because you get to drive it yourself, but it's mostly on dirt tracks that can get pretty bumpy. From the way she described it, I knew that if I did either of the, those things, I would get sick. When we got back from the hike, I told my husband that I didn't want to do either of the activities he wants to do and asked again if he could please pick something else for us to do. He said those were the only two things he liked, and if I don't want to do them, we won't because he doesn't want to go alone. I knew he was upset because he got he was really excited talking about both things he wanted to do, and after I told him I wouldn't do them, his demeanor definitely changed. I wouldn't say he was sulking, but he was definitely less animated and not his usual fun self. He pretty much spent the rest of our trip just sitting around the pool doing nothing. I tried to get him to do things with me like a massage, but he told me to go do that myself. When he didn't change his attitude, I finally asked him what was up, and he told me that he went outside of his comfort zone to go on a hike with me, but I wouldn't do the same for him. I told him that hiking doesn't make him sick, so that's the big difference, but he told me I could have at least tried one of them. Hmm. It's like a little, uh, it's like a little white lotus action here. Right? I was thinking, I got like, I got like, uh, Tanya and Greg vibes. Right? <laughs> uh, I feel like this one was interesting because they did get voted the a-hole, but I feel like this is like a no a-holes here slash everyone sucks here kind of a thing like i don't know i don't really have motion sickness but from what i've heard it's not like just the activity that gives you motion sickness like you're sick even when you get back on like sturdy land like you're it like affects you for a long time and you're not it's like a rough time so it's like why would i put myself through that when i don't have to I kinda, I under- yeah. Go ahead, and I understand both their frustrations. I understand his frustration of like, well, these are the only ones I want to do. But on her end, it's like you pick the two things that I'm physically unable to do. And mm-hmm. those are the only things you're not going to budge. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I thought it was interesting that they were voted a whole. Right. I mean, It is cool that he like went out of his comfort zone to hike, but it's like, it's just hiking, bro. Yeah. Like, it's just walking. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like snorkeling and (laughs) boondugging, dune bugging are like. They're like extreme sports. Yeah. I picked, well, I guess we both kind of picked snorkeling. We picked scuba diving. Scuba diving. I wish we did snorkeling. Um. It sounds like on the, the snorkeling trip, you have to take a boat to like yeah. where they're snorkeling. So that would probably make her super sick. Yeah. So, I mean, I wonder if there's some sort of snorkeling that they can just like go on the beach. You know what I mean? And not get kind of driven out in a boat. Plus, have you seen open water? Absolutely not. I feel like if that was a thing, like with our scuba diving experience, if they're like, we're going to have to take a boat to the middle of, the, I'd be like, you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like that's I'm what dead. happened in open water. I well, I think they went uh, scuba diving, 
but they drove them out. They were like scuba diving. They went up and the boat was gone because they like miscounted the people. <sighs> so that's a no for me in all circumstances. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, getting sick is like sucks. Yeah. I hate getting sick. I feel like that would have been like the whole day though. You know what I mean? Like, okay, fine. I'll do this for you. But the rest of the day is shot. I mean, I guess she could have tried like the dune, the dune buggy thing. And like, if she was started to get sick, she could stop. Yeah. Like with the boat, that's just a big no go. Cause like once you're on the boat, you're on the boat. Yeah. And you're stuck there. And, and then he, if you're too sick to go in the water. Yeah. And he was kind of being like a little whiny baby. Like the fact that he's going to sulk the whole trip and be like, no, you do it by yourself. I know. Like, all right, dude, I'm sorry. You got your feelings hurt, but like, we're still here. Let's do, do something Let's fun. Most of this. Yeah. And like you said, like, it's not like her thing was like super. It's not like he has a fear of being touched and she was like, we have to do massages. That's the one thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. And he did it. It was like, let's walk a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I think it's interesting that she was out of the a-hole. You, there's got to be some sort of middle ground. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be some sort of um, excursion that he would enjoy that they could right. both do. By the way, we have the worst lu- either luck or just decision making with the excursions uh, that we've chosen. I know. I think I think we've talked about it before on one of the podcasts, but like the well, we did the scuba diving, which was that was the worst thing I've ever done. Arguably the worst experience of my life. Like not yeah. not, not the really, worst, but, but I, I'm exaggerating, but it sucked. I would never do we it again like in my life. Super hungover. We show up, we're the only ones there. Which turned out to be for the best. Because <laughs> there's all these signs like at your own risk. This could kill you. And I'm like, oh God, can we just go back to the boat and have a martini? And to be honest, I wish we had done that. I don't know. I go back and forth because on one hand, I'm glad we did it because then we could be like, yeah, we did that and it was the worst it wasn't for us. Or I feel like if we hadn't done it, we'd be kicking, I, kicking ourselves. You and the whole I both would have been like, oh, could you imagine? Oh, we should have done it. We should have just done it. It would have been so cool. Yeah. It was kind of cool seeing the fish, but like, Scuba diving is not for faint of heart, dude. This might be too TMI as well. I think I mentioned it before. I have a larger chest um, and they had to put weights in my vest. And even then it was hard for me to sink. (laughs) (laughs) So that was another part that was like, this is so hard to like scuba dive. Yeah. (laughs) Like the instructor like kind of raised his voice at me because like I wasn't getting one of the things and I just like popped up out of the water we were like maybe a foot underwater and he was like you can't do that you can't do that and I was like I don't like this <laughs> I'm good yeah um yeah it was an experience anyways I guess what I'm saying is like just try something find something yeah don't don't pout about it I don't know why they didn't get this like also like reading it looking at it back like I don't know why, like, he agreed to go on the hiking trip before sorting his activity out. Like, why was, like, I feel like if that was us and we couldn't come to agreement, we would just be like, well, let's just not do either. Let's figure something else out. Let's figure out one thing that we both want to do. Yeah. Instead of him being like, he's like basically martyring himself. I know. Well, the thing is like. Oh, let's do your thing and then we can figure out what I want to do later. And then. Yeah figuring out she's gonna get super sick on both and be like why would you just try it and like as your husband person i mean in my shoes like i wouldn't want to do something that i knew would put you in the position that was gonna make you super sick yeah you know what i mean 
Yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, I Honestly, think the, the dude kind of sounds like the a-hole. Right. Why did she get voted the a-hole? Reddit, what's going on? Come on, guys. I think what you were talking about the last time that like people kind of get on the bandwagon and everyone just snowballs. It's like whatever comment like surges first, everyone's like, yeah. Yeah. So silly. You know what? I'm going to vote you. Not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. I'm going to vote no a-holes here. He's kind of an a-hole, dude. Then everyone sucks here. She doesn't suck. She gets sick. That's true. It's not her choice. Not the a-hole. She's trying to help. She's trying to find something. Literally, can you play, babe, please? Can you pick something else, please? No. <laughs> Those are the only ones that piqued my interest. It's the only ones that piqued me. <laughs> they were talking about the dune buggies and I got real excited. That honestly, neither of those sound fun to me. That he picked the hike sounds better. I would dune buggies kind of sound fun, but you can also freaking break your neck. I know, <laughs> and I would. <laughs> you would for sure, dude. <laughs> Literally ninety percent chance. You <laughs> <laughs> could like tilt off a cliff, <laughs> see you tumbling down. All right. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> is this mine or yours? This is yours. No, I just read that long one. I was getting winded. Oh, you're right. Okay. Um, am I the a-hole for putting parental controls on my TV and royally pissing off my father-in-law? I, male 30s, live with my wife, female 30s. We have two kids, male 8 and female 6. My wife's parents are staying with us temporarily as their home is having some serious repairs after a freak accident. It wasn't their fault and luckily they had insurance. The repairs should be completed in two months from now. I don't really get along with my in-laws, especially my father-in-law, but I agreed to let them stay because I thought the time would fly by and it wouldn't be that bad, but I'm posting here so I guess I was wrong. My mother-in-law doesn't have a job and my father-in-law works late shifts until around 11 p.m. When he gets home, they will watch YouTube in the living room and play music on it as loud, uh, at loud volume with our speaker system. It's not college house party bass tearing apart the walls loud, but it's still loud. My kids are not light sleepers, but this wakes them up. Then they go wake me up because they want to make it stop. My kids need to be rested for school and I need to get up in the morning to drop them off and go to work. My wife, my wife works overnight shifts so she doesn't witness this. I've tried to talk to my mother-in-law and father-in-law but um, about it and ask them to please keep the noise down after my kid's bedtime, which is 8.30 p.m. I don't expect complete silence, but I really think they need to have the TV, or I really don't think they need to have the TV loud late at night. My father-in-law argued with me and said that he doesn't finish work until 11 p.m., so I'm basically expecting him to not do the things he enjoys after work. I told him he can still do it before work or on his off days or it's tough crap. He complained to my wife who's now taking his side and saying that the kids need to learn how to sleep through a bit of everyday noise. I told her it's not everyday noise and that he and mother-in-law are being excessively noisy and inconsiderate. She's just not there to see it. My father-in-law has been sending me links to buy earplugs for the kids. I've gotten really fed up with this. It's not my in-law's house and they're staying with us as guests, and I think they're being really selfish. I decided to put parental controls on the TV so that my in-laws can't use it after 8.30 p.m. 
until 6 a.m. the next day. Between those times, the TV can't be used without putting in the password, and I only know it. This doesn't affect my wife, as she doesn't get off work until 6 a.m. and isn't normally home until 6.20-ish. My father-in-law is now incredibly angry with me and said that I'm acting like a child and keeps pestering me, demanding the password. My wife is also mad at me for upsetting her dad. I'm just so annoyed at this whole situation and I'm sick of hearing about it and I want to know if I'm morally in the clear. Oh, dude, are you serious? That's so weird. What? The 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 in-laws. Right? Like, why is that a big deal to turn the volume down after 11? Right. It's how, bizarre. How is, like, how is his wife taking their side? That, and it's, like, I think it's funny how people feel like children should, like, have these, like, like, well, they should get used to noise. Like, okay, well, while you're sleeping, let me blast music super loud and see if you like it. Um, sorry, babe. Got to get used to it. It's better for you. Right. How? Why? Like, I know you wouldn't like that Yeah. as an adult, getting your sleep interrupted. Why would children? Like, they're not less than. <laughs> I am a chill person until it comes to my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> if my sleep gets interrupted, boy, we have an issue. You know yeah. what I mean? That's like one. That's my molehill that I'll die on. Yeah. I feel like also the audacity to send them links to earplugs for the kids like that's their house this is the kids home and you're wanting them to wear earplugs so you can watch youtube at 11 o'clock at night excuse me yeah you are a guest we are letting you stay here yeah for free and the only ask is that you turn the volume down after 11 yeah bro what i know like, you can go two months without blasting the TV. Like, well, I enjoy it. What are they watching? Right. It's bizarre. What are they watching? Music? Music videos? I don't know, but... I'm not going to lie. When I first read the title, because I, I haven't read these yet before the podcast, I thought he was like going to be watching porn or something. Absolutely did. No, I think it's just bizarre that... He's like so angry about it. Like, just I'd be like, yeah, I can take off the parental controls if you can agree to watch at a level that doesn't wake up my kids. Maybe we can find a compromise. Yeah. And if he turns it up again, boom, parental controls again. Yeah. Is what it is, homie. Is what it is. It's funny to me all the posts that I see about someone staying in someone else's house. And like being like the rules don't apply to me. I'm gonna treat this house like it's my own and not and get mad when you say that you have rules in your house. It's very interesting. Like And again, it makes me feel very lucky with like our in law situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine having those people as my in laws. I know. Like I feel And then if you took their side, I'd been like (laughs) I'm gonna go nuts. (laughs) I know. Yeah, that's also interesting to me, too. Like, when there's, like, in-law problems. And, like, I don't know. I feel like as a married couple, you have to be a united front to anyone, to your kids, to your family. Like United front. United front. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll all, like, we'll talk about it later. But mm-hmm. we have to appear on the same page because yeah. 
it's important too. I mean, especially yeah, especially around the kids. Wow, can you imagine if Reddit voted him the a hole? I feel like we would have lost it. <laughs> I can't trust this site anymore. <laughs> you really should just work with him. Is it really that big of a deal? I'm dead because one of the comments is not the a hole. You're a saint. The links to earplugs would have had me sending links to hotel rooms back. <laughs> Some people are petty. Uh, that's a really funny thing. Also, it's interesting because like some TVs do have like Bluetooth headphones. So it's like, why can't you just like, yeah. I don't know. Or turn on the subtitles. Yeah. We have our TV so low every night and we just read the subtitles. Like <laughs> We have it on like literally the first volume on our sound bar. And even on some ads, we have to like mute it. I know. Even the first level is like, oh gosh, turn it down. So Who makes this? Um, yeah, not the a hole. I will say we've kind of like ruined ourselves with subtitles though, because I can't watch anything I without sub subtitles. And I'm like, what are they saying? I can't <laughs> see what they're saying. <laughs> like, train my brain to not hear words anymore. I, oh. I feel like the people that don't like subtitles just can't read fast enough. I will say subtitles at first bugged me because I felt like they were getting in the way. But now I'm just like so used to them. I'm dependent and on you, them. I feel like you get way more out of shows and movies because yeah. a lot of times there's like stuff in the background that I wouldn't normally catch. I'm like, oh, they actually said something. That's an important plot point. Yeah, yeah. Sean chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last post. All right. So this one is by the a hole for, sorry, it's still loading, for refusing to move out. <laughs> <laughs> it's your word letter by letter. All right. I, 24 female, have lived in the same apartment for four years. And this time I've had two roommates one the first two years I lived here, and the second for the rest of the time. My current roommate, 32 female, V, has been very great up until now. She's in a long-term relationship and over Christmas got proposed to. Now they want to live together, but they both approached me and asked me to let her fiancé take over my lease and for me to find a new place as soon as possible. I have a few problems with this. I feel like they should find a new place together because I've lived here longer. I also told V a few months ago that I spoke to the landlord about once our lease was to, our lease together is up that I'll be living alone since I can now afford it. At the time, she agreed and said her and her boyfriend would look for a place together. I told her this, but she said that when they started looking for a new place, that everything else was too expensive and it made sense for me to move out and not her. I refused and told her that she can always ask the landlord if there will be any available units for them in our building. She started cussing me out and has had her fiance and their friends harassing me about it. There's four months left in the lease, or there's four, four months left on the lease, so I'm just going to ignore them. But when I spoke to my mom about it, she thinks that I should let them have the apartment since they need to start saving for their wedding. Mom, come on. <laughs> Be on my side. Also, the mental gymnastics for them to be like, it's too expensive for us too to move out on our own with two incomes. So you should move out on your own with one income and find somewhere else. Like what? These people seem I don't know. I would just the like the the whole roommate situation, it's a roll of the dice. 
Right. It's a roll of the dice. Also, another one of those things where it's like, why are you bringing our issues to outside people and having them harass me about something that has nothing to do with them? Yeah. I wonder how that works with leases, you know? Because it's like they renewed the lease together. So is is it when the leases are up, is it up to the landlord on who gets to renew the lease? Maybe. I would think the landlord would go with the person that has the most history, though, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it's kind of a crappy situation for OP. Yeah. To be in that, like, oh, I would like having people harass you and stuff. Right. Over a place that you've lived yeah. in twice as long as they have. So we talked about this. You guys were going to be moving out. Like, I told you about this before you got engaged, and suddenly you guys deserve this place. Why? Yeah. Go, yeah. Ask the landlord if any other units are available. I've been living here longer, homie. Yeah. I wonder if they were like friends beforehand. I don't think so because it's it seems like it's purely a roommate situation. Like they're yeah. a good almost 10 years apart. Sorry. I mean, congrats on getting married, but go start your life. Leave me alone. Yeah. It's so bizarre. And the fact that her mom was like, they well, need they need to start for- saving. It's like, well, they can... Save in a different apartment. This is mine. They can save for four months while the lease is not up. Like before the lease is up and then they're going to need to find something else. The audacity that people have, you know? I know. I mean, at the end of the day, I guess you can't like, you'll never get anything if you don't ask for it a lot of times, you know? Yeah. Sometimes the squeaky wheel does get that grease. Yeah. But like once, once people tell you no... It's best just to like accept it and move on, especially if they're in the right. Yeah. Also, like maybe it would be different if they hadn't discussed it prior and it was like, hey, this is the first time they're having a conversation and they're saying like, would it be cool if whatever, but they had already talked about the lease was going to be up soon and like that she didn't need her anymore essentially was that like she'll just resign the lease and live alone i don't think she's an a-hole at all no and i hope that whatever agreements of the lease that like when it's up she has control you know what i mean yeah because she's lived there longer i feel like she should have rights yeah and i think that if she goes to the landlord before the lease is up I would go to the landlord and be like, these people are harassing me. Yeah. And I want them out. Yeah. Or just say like, hey, you know, it's my plan to just renew it by myself. So can we do that? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Talk to them about it. Hopefully drama free before the lease is up. And hopefully before the other roommate and her fiance get to him. People just want to get theirs. Yeah. You know? Like, well, I got mine. Yeah. Good luck getting yours. Um, yeah, not an a-hole. And I feel bad. That seems like a difficult situation. Stressful. Yeah, super stressful. And not even to have your mom on your side. I know. But like, mom, you're supposed to be the one person that's always got my back. Also, I feel like a place to live is like more of a necessity than to save for a wedding. Yeah. You know, you can go to a courthouse if you need to. Yeah, 
you can get married on a whatever day in the courthouse and then have a celebration later. Have save a party. up for it, yeah. Yeah, probably won't even last. Those Come kind on. of people. Come on. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all she wrote. Well, happy 2023. Hopefully this year doesn't suck. Well, we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Bye. Bye.